That's you know what it is. Switch that mic on. It's been too me. long, man. It's been too long. I know it's been a while on it, lad. Yeah, but I, I, I see. I, I've been watching you though. You know, I've seen you grinding and you know doing your thing. So it's all good. You see me, lad. You see me. <laughs> yeah, man. I see you. So let's uh let's talk about. It. Let's get it started right away. Thirteen months, man. You're on the. Uh, you're on the shelf man you you're grinding but you're on the shelf you couldn't get a fight you know you had one fight canceled that whole thing with urcc you know how frustrating yeah. was that it was it was a bit um it was it was frustrating you know it was but i was still in the gym i was still training i was still evolving and you know maybe it was a blessing in disguise you know maybe i would have went out there and lost two in a row maybe it's what i needed maybe that little time to work on me 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 my strength and conditioning, my lifting, I got physically a lot bigger, a lot stronger. You know, I don't have to do no more weight cuts for a good 13 months. So, you know, I felt it because I wasn't earning no money. So it was hard for me. I was struggling. But in terms of the, in terms of my career, it was it, still it was a good move because I'm still evolving. I'm still training hard. And, you know, I, I, got, I got bigger than I've ever been in my life before at like 78 kilos. And, and I'm talking like... With the six pack still not like fat cunt, so it was good for me really looking back on it. But you know, I would have wanted to fight more. You know, I could I could have ten fights under my belt now. But you know, you can't look back and say what if, can you? Definitely, man. Well, you know, you got back in there February seventh. You went to Dubai, Pro Bellum. That's like a new promotion popping off right now in Europe. It seems like a uh, second round TKO, your first TKO of your career. You know, you've been strangling everybody for a long time. Now you, you show everybody that you can knock somebody out. Uh, but let's go to the first round. Cause that shit was kind of interesting. Um, you know, you had him in some crazy positions, you know, that, that guillotine, you know, go over that, go over all the submissions that, uh, you almost had in that first round. Um, yeah. So, uh, before the fight, one of one of the one of the lads from the corner was um, was caught oiling his legs. Mm. Yeah, and I, I I'm pretty sure that he oiled his head. I'm pretty sure he oiled his head because I've felt heads before that had no hair. I train with Hussein Jantori every day, and he's got no hair. He doesn't slip out of guillotines like Hassan Mandor did. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. you know, it was one of them. Um, I, I got him in a good few submissions. But I felt like I was rushing a little bit. Um, I didn't do much jujitsu for the camp, but it was one of them. I, I wanted to, I wanted to bang and strike a bit with this one, and I thought like I could, I could have took him down and stayed on top and played me, me standard normal game and took the back and choked them out. But I felt like I wanted to get a bit of cage time in. Honestly, I wanted to go three rounds. I didn't want to knock him out the way I did, but whatever, in it, it's one of them. The, the knockout, did you see that coming or was it just something that you were practicing in training camp and just came out? Um, honestly, it happened backstage. Me, me corner man, Keanu Suber. Shout out to Keanu. Yeah, definitely, he, was, definitely. Uh, he was going over some basic principles about uh, the lead hand measuring distance and we were drilling it backstage. But it was supposed to be a left kick to the body. But he dipped down to try and catch me leg and go for a takedown. And it just landed just clean on his chin, bro. It was like I seen it in slow motion, bro. It just landed on his chin. And then I just seen red and just that, 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 and just fucking went after him, bro. Yeah. Probellum, man, how was that experience? Uh, there's some, it's something new in the MMA world right now. 
Do you know what? Probellum were top. They treated me better than I've ever been treated by any other promotion. They paid me on time. They were nice to me. And it was good to be with other scousers, lad. You know what I mean? Everyone, everyone involved in the show was from Liverpool. So it was kind of like, it was like fighting in Liverpool without being in Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I'd get booze from the crowd, but the crowd loved me, bro. And it was a, it was a good experience. And I definitely want to fight on Probellum again. If Probellum offer me another fight, hopefully they do. I'd snap at it. You were in Dubai, man. Dubai is pretty crazy. Um, what did you do? I seen some of your uh, some of your stuff on uh, Instagram. You know, in the in the ghost or whatever. Well, you know, what did you do out there? We were just living big, bro. We were just out there with the. I've got a few kids out there, so I was nice out there. Do you know what I mean? I was nice. I went to see a few of the mega clubs. Was rolling in the Rolls Royce and that, eating big. It, it was nice, bro. It was nice. Uh, Dubai was nice to me, and so were the people there. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, before the fight, I, I noticed that you went to Phuket Top Team. Why did you decide to go out there for this camp? Um, honestly, uh, I've got a little mate out there, Ben Royal. Shout out to Ben. Mm. He offered me to come over, and I'm assuming that he had a fight coming up. I think his fight got cancelled when I, by the time I got there. But he wanted me to come over and, you know, train with him. And he said there's a lot of guys there who were 70 kilos. It was the first time ever in my career doing a training camp where I never, ever sparred or drilled with a guy who was out of my weight class. And, bro, I got to the fight with no injuries for the first time in my life, bro. And I'm like, oh, okay. I've been doing training camps with middleweights and, like, heavyweights and going... Wow, why does me back hurt? Why does me neck hurt? But yeah, uh, Ben offered me to come out. Uh, Fouquet sponsored me for the training camp, so you know they looked after me well. They had top coaches there. The vibe was good, which was I was surprised about the vibe. I thought the vibe was going to be like kind of clannish. I thought you'd have like the jiu-jitsu guys and the Russian guys, then the American guys, and but everyone was like one big family. Uh, there was a lot of English guys there, so the banter was fun and that. The vibe was good. And they train hard, bro, and they don't try to hate each other. So I loved it there, and I'd definitely go again. Yeah, I loved it. Right now, I think in Asia, Phuket is like the mecca of mixed martial arts in many ways, right? Yeah. Honestly, I was going to go to China, and in hindsight, I'm glad I never, because I probably would have got stuck there with the corona (laughs) and that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My mate offered me to go to, um, you know, know the, the orphanage gym, the one that takes the orphans in? I forgot what it's called. Oh, is it in Taiwan or in China? It's in China. It's in China. Okay. So my I've mate's heard over about there. That, yeah. yeah, he's the jiu-jitsu coach there now. So he offered me to come. And I was going to go there because I never had nowhere else. And then and then Ben come through and it's a bit closer. And I can, I can, only, I can only speak English. I can't speak Chinese. So mm. that, that's what kind of swayed me. And the food as well because I'm a vegan. So I didn't know whether I'd be able to eat in China but I knew for sure in Phuket, I can communicate with everyone easily and I can get clean food. So I went with Phuket, which was a good choice in the end. Yeah, because they do have a yeah. lot of vegan restaurants, right, out there? A lot, a lot. Yeah, the food out there. This was, nutrition-wise, this was the best nutrition I've ever had for the camp. And I'm always on point with my nutrition. I do uh, believe a lot in nutrition, but this was the best I've ever been. Definitely physically the best shape I've ever been in. The biggest I've ever been. It was just a good camp, bro. It was everything was perfect. Have you always been vegan, or did that a game changers thing all 
get you, got you to uh, change bro, I, I don't jump on bandwagons me bro it's nothing to do with game changers um, I was a vegan for 10 years and then I started to eat fish for about 5 years and then for the Phuket one I went back to a vegan but uh, I'm back eating fish now I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a pescatarian diet but I don't eat any meat I don't take any dairy I don't yeah, I'm basically a vegan that eats fish now. Yeah. How does that feel for you? Because when you were growing well, up, right, lot, you were probably eating meat, pork, everything, right? Uh, never pork. Never pork. Okay. No pork, okay. brother. But, right. um, yeah, um, I, yeah, I did eat meat growing up, and me, me mum and dad both eat meat, but I just made a conscious decision in terms of, in terms of nutrition mostly that I, I don't want to eat meat anymore. I don't believe, especially dairy. Dairy was the first thing I cut out. And the people around me who, who do start to kind of, I influence them a little bit because, you know, you got guys in the gym who look up to you. The people who end up following my diet and doing the same thing, they all say the same thing. In the first six weeks, the cardio just goes through the roof, bro. And that's what I can say. One thing, being a vegan athlete, if you've got trouble with your cardio, become vegan and you, you will never think about cardio ever again. You know, in, in that fight, there was a moment where, when we stood up, I was tired. And then I looked at him and I was thinking, wow, I'm nowhere near as tired as you. And that's where it comes into play in situations like that. It's a mental thing. Once you know your cardio is good, you don't have to care anymore about the outputs. I can follow any pace. I can go to the highest pace. And I know that I'm never going to gas out, bro. Now you're, you're back in Malaysia. Like, what's your situation out there? I know that you left your old gym, but you, you have a place that you do train, but there's probably a couple of spots out there for you right now. Honestly, bro, I'm like a gypsy, bro. I don't really have a little a little spot that I'm calling home. I'm just all over the gaff. But um, I'm out training at Gaines MMA with uh, Mikhail. He fights in 1FC. I'm using my good mates as well, uh, Berus Baravant. He's helping me a lot. But uh, honestly, bro, since I've come back, I haven't been training, to be honest, bro. I'm just, I'm, I'm mainly coaching and teaching and earning a bit of money. I've, uh, I've been offered another fight. So uh, I'm looking to accept this fight and then go and do another training camp. So are you going back to Europe or are you going back to the Middle East or where are you going? Uh, I've been offered a fight in Ethiopia. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the, their first ever event. Uh, my good friend Omar, he used to train with me in Malaysia, he's Ethiopian, he's going to be like helping run the event, so he's put me on. Mm-hmm. And um, so far, I, they've offered me one opponent who's like a, a good wrestler and a black belt in jiu-jitsu, I think he is. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking to take the fight, like I'm looking to get out there and get another win under my belt, yeah. Is it like a new promotion or is it one of the bigger ones that are popping up it, right It's now? a new promotion. It's a new promotion, but they're going all out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be big. This, 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 the, uh, they're spending big money and they're bringing big names, and it's gonna be something special. I think this one, yeah, the first, the first ever time. So what's what's the timeline for that? Is it... I've only got nine weeks, brother. And pre- okay. personally, I like to have ten to twelve weeks, and I am a little bit out of shape. Not out of shape, but just not in the shape that I like to be in going into camp. I always start camp in shape. I'm not one of them who comes to camp out of shape. I always come in shape, but, you know, it's one of them. You beggars can't be choosers. I've got a fight on the table. And uh, I'm a fighter. Fighters fight, don't they? So this is what I'm going to do. You know, I take it on one day's notice, so nine weeks' notice is, is better than nothing. Where are you going to do your yeah. camp? Are, are you going to go back yeah. to Phuket, or are you going to do it in Malaysia, or are you gonna, do you got another spot you want to go to? I've, I've had some good offers from um, some big gyms. 
But um, I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm torn in between two minds going back to Phuket or taking the jump to go to this big gym. It's uh, I'm not really allowed to speak on it right now, but it's it's a top, top gym and with top, top fighters and it'd be with some of the best athletes in the world. So I'm, I'm torn between going there or going back to Phuket because Phuket did look after me and they are good people and, uh, you know, uh, I kind of feel like loyalty is a big thing. So... I'm torn between is, the two, but we'll see. Is it the other spot in, in back in the in the UK? No, 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 no. It's no. not in the UK. Uh, the UK is going to have to wait a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went, do you know what? I, I do want to go back to the UK, but I want to go. You know, when I go to England, I want to go back like I'm already someone, and I want to go back straight away and fight the top dogs. Don't want to climb the rankings and. I just want to go back when I go there and just be like, boom, who's the best guy? Throw, throw me in there with them and show Cage people like you can, you can do it. Uh, maybe maybe a bigger show, even a Bellator or a UFC. Oh, Cage okay. War- Don't get me wrong. All respect for Cage Warriors and all respect for Cage Warrior fighters, but I'd run through them now. I'd go to Cage Warriors now and beat the top dog right now. I want, I want bigger than that. So after this fight, you're thinking, man, I got to get signed to the UFC or even Bellator you know, is that what your management is thinking right now? Because I know you got a good management so, team behind you. Yeah, I've got a top management team, and you probably won't want me to speak on this, but I will. I'm not really asked, you know what I mean? Uh, between me and you, the goal was to get on the Contender Asia, but now with the corona outbreak, that's being postponed or maybe might not even happen. I don't know. And I'm not waiting around for them to come and shout me or don't shout me. It wasn't like I signed the contract, you know what I mean? So... But yeah, the goal is always to get to the UFC. But you know, if a PFL or a Bellator or someone else comes with a good offer on the table, it's going to be hard to turn it down, bro. But my goal is UFC. But you know, if someone else comes with a good offer, I'm theirs. Definitely, man. Well, that PFL million dollar tournament—that's a—that's a pretty good prize right there. That's what I'm saying, bro. Would a man be a millionaire, bro? then you could go back to dubai and do some things out there that's what i'm saying bro i'll be king of dubai again (laughs) (laughs) so you know it seems like uh i caught you at the right moment then you know you're about to get into camp you just came off a big win you you know you're undefeated you got big plans for yourself uh hopefully everything works out man for the future you have a good camp have a good fight and then just keep continuing your journey man to the top yeah man yeah man that's the plan lad Hopefully within this year, I can get a good three, four fights under my belt. And I can, you know, start calling some big names out and getting some big fights and some big promotions because I know they do see me. I know they do see me. But they don't want to fight me while I'm uh, up and coming because if I beat them, it ruins their name then, do you know what I mean? But once I'm, I'm more established and I am in the big shows, no one's denying me and no one's turning me down. And that's the goal. That's the path in it to get on the big shows.